Welcome to Sacred Work, the go-to podcast for female entrepreneurs creating impact and income online. I'm your host, Taylor Ray, and I'm the creator of Sacred Funnels, helping you set up systems, automations, and sales funnels so you can grow your audience, increase your impact, and create the freedom you desire. Want to create your own sacred funnel? Download my free blueprint at taylorray.biz forward slash blueprint, and I'll walk you through the steps. If you're ready for the perfect blend of spirituality and strategy when it comes to online marketing and building your business, you're in the right place. So make sure you subscribe for new episodes every single week. You ready? Let's go. Hello, my love. Welcome back to Sacred Work. This is Taylor Ray, and this episode in celebration of 200 episodes on the podcast, whoop, whoop, we've hit 200. I'm so excited. I wanted to do an episode where I share with you 10 things I've learned since starting a podcast. I could have made this list 200 things I've learned since starting a podcast because there has been a lot of things, but we'd be here for 200 minutes, and that's a very long time. <laughs> actually longer as if I can tell you one thing a minute and just move on. Have we met me? Uh, Yeah. And I love to talk and I love to build out on a point. So it definitely would take more than 200 minutes, maybe more like 200 hours. (laughs) Probably I could do an hour per topic. Anyway, it's happening again. I'm dragging it out. I'm going to rein it back in and I'm just talking about 10 things I've learned since starting a podcast. So let's dive in to thing number one. The first thing that I've learned that I want to share with you is that you can do scary things. Okay. Take it from me. Oh my God. My entire entrepreneurial journey has literally been doing scary thing after scary thing, after scary thing, after scary thing, after scary thing. Like I have learned time and time and time and time again, that I am so much more capable than I realize. And every time I do something new, I realize this whole new level of myself and it gives you more confidence to take on more scary things. Like the more scary things you do, the less scary, scary things are, if that makes sense. For me, starting the podcast was terrifying. Like I didn't know, I didn't know what I was doing and I just felt really cold to it. Literally the podcast for me was such a, such a beginning thing that I did. Like I launched my business and I wish you could see me cause that was in inverted commas, but no one can see me. So I just said launched really weird. I launched my business just on Instagram. I started an Instagram account on April 24th, 2000. And oh my God, let me count backwards. Uh, I think 2018 I'm coming up to year three. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All I remember is that it was the 24th of April because that's the day before Anzac Day, which is this big, um, very important day, fallen soldiers, everything like that in Australia and New Zealand. Um, And I just know I did it the day before. So I always remember the date. I'm just always like, what year was it? What year is it? Anyway, (laughs) yeah, so that I launched it in April and in April, May, June, the very beginning of June. So like six weeks later, I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. Like, why not? Um, For me, the reason I did it, I had listened to so many podcasts that it helped me so much to shift my mindset to a point where I felt like, hang on a sec, like I want to step into this online business thing. I want to step into the world of entrepreneurialism, (laughs) entrepreneurship. I don't know where I was going with that, you know? And so I felt so grateful for that. And I was like, you know what? I love to talk. I love, you know, conversations and there's so much that I've learned and so much I would love to share. So I just started a podcast on a whim. I didn't really know. I just, yeah, felt really called to it and it was very scary. And I remember being like, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm terrified, but let's go. And it was scary and I did it anyway. And that was so foundational for my business, you know, especially when I was getting started. So many of my leads and first clients came through the podcast, which I'm eternally grateful for forever. 
And now it's this beautiful thing that is such a lead generator into my business. You know, we're coming up over 300,000 downloads. We've been top 10 in entrepreneurship in Australia. It's connected me with so many incredible people. Honestly, I'm grateful for it every single day that I made the decision to start this all that time ago and to push through the thing that felt scary. So that's my first thing for you is that you can do scary things. My second one is that you don't have to be perfect. Now, this was a big one for me. I am someone that for a very long time really suffered from perfectionism. I hold myself to a very high standard in everything that I do. And, you know, that's good to an extent, but it can also be a little bit crippling. And doing the podcast for me has been such a, a lesson with that. You know, there's so many things that I stuff up and I say wrong or I'm like, uh, or my tongue gets tied and I say something that is not even English. It's not even a language at all. I say, um, um my dog makes a noise in the background. Like, but the biggest thing for me is at the end of the day, it's the message. It's the mission. It's the fact that, hey, I've just done this whole big thing. Yep. There's some mistakes in there. Oh, well, like moving on up. Like who cares? As long as you guys get the message and you get something out of it that you can take away. Brilliant. It doesn't have to be the world's best production. Now, don't get me wrong. I have an amazing podcast editor and she goes through and looks at things and makes sure they're good and puts intros and outros together and everything like that. But especially in the beginning, like I didn't have that. Like it was just me just at home sitting with myself <laughs> and then editing and going through and very quick, very early on in the piece, like very early on, <laughs> probably in the first like month, I was like, I'm not going to be someone that like goes through and edits out every single arm and cuts out every single thing. And the majority of time now, like I'm at a point where majority of episodes are just, it's me talking straight for like 15, 20 minutes. Like I don't pause or do anything. And the more I've given myself permission for things to be a little bit imperfect, the easier that's become. And the easier it is for me to be in flow, just having a conversation with you like this, you know, it's not, oh, better stop, start. That was wrong. Said that wrong. And don't get me wrong in the beginning, you know, if I made a mistake, I'd sort of just stop, delete that section and then go back. But even it wasn't a lot. And then it sort of evolved out and I was like, okay, you know, it was like maybe four different chunks of the episode put together so that it was smooth. Now, like I said, it's like a one, a one shot wonder, one take wonder, <laughs> just do it in one go. There you go. That's what you needed to hear. So it's not about things being perfect. It's about remembering that your message is more important than anything and just getting it done and evolving and learning and growing over time. And now, like I said, I'm at a point where I don't really edit it at all. And I, for me, like it's imperfectly perfect. Like it's exactly what you need. It's 15 minutes or 20 minutes of nuggety goodness that gives you some sort of value you and then on we go with our day so hopefully hopefully you're listening being like I know it's so and hopefully you're not doing this actually see I just made a mistake I'm not going to edit that out what I wanted to say was hopefully you're not sitting there going oh my god the number of mistakes like how annoying but ultimately I know that if that was what was happening you wouldn't listen and that's fine and then you're just not my person whereas if you're like oh my god I love when you fuck up or say something stupid or make a mistake or just you know, you like the iteration of my personality that comes in. Oh, see right now, James is coming in the door and Dash jumped off the couch and you probably just heard that. I'm definitely not going to be editing that out. So full permission to let yourself be imperfect. You don't have to be perfect. The third thing is that you don't have to know the answers. Okay. And big one with this, this is something that just, I've been really replaying this in my mind a lot over the last year is just do the next right thing. Um, it's especially, you know, important for me at the moment going forward. I've got such a North star. I know exactly where I'm going. I have so much clarity, um, but it doesn't mean I have every single step 
paved out. I just know what the next right thing is. So I think that's a beautiful mantra that we can all carry is like, just do the next right thing. You don't have to have the entire plan put together. You don't have to know all the answers. You just need to do the next right thing. And so this is a big one for me, especially let's bring it back to the example of starting the podcast. Like I got this feeling that I wanted to start a podcast. Did I know what to do? No, I literally went out the day I was like, hmm, I'd like to do a podcast. I went down to the shops, went to JB Hi-Fi and bought a podcast mic. I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to plug it into my computer. I didn't know the platforms, how to do it, how to record. I had no idea like at all. And that didn't matter. I just knew the next right step for me was go and get the mic. So I did that. And then I got home and was like, okay, next right step, Google how to record a podcast with a road mic. I've still got the same mic. Like I've been doing this for two and a half years and I haven't upgraded mics. I've, it's a good mic, don't get me wrong. I didn't like sort of start crappy, but um, again, that in itself is a little lesson. You can start on your bloody phone. It doesn't have to be terrific. I think this was like a $150 mic. Like it wasn't wild, but it served me really well. But I guess, yeah, my point is you just don't know, have to know all of the answers. You just need to do the next right thing. So take a step and just know that the next answer is gonna be put in front of you. Another big one, Point number four, stop looking at what everyone else does. This is a huge one for me. This was massive for me in 2020. I really realized this about myself. I've talked about it a lot on the podcast in that for a long time, I really suffered from shiny object syndrome where I just be like, you know, kind of doing my own thing. And then I get really distracted by other coaches that I was following on Instagram and what they were doing and what their business was like and the way they were running things. And I was like, oh, maybe I should try that. Like maybe that's the secret to success, blah, blah, blah. And then I would go over there and start doing what they were doing. And I totally let go of the thing I was doing. And I was kind of like zigzagging very in the same position for a while. Like I wasn't really moving forward. I was just going side to side, side to side, kind of stitching up the path and not really taking the quantum leaps that I wanted to be taking. Uh, and then that was really frustrating because then I, you know, I was like, oh, why am I not getting anywhere? And it's like, well, girl, you're fucking zigzagging side to side, like pick your path and stick to it. So that was a huge learning curve for me. You know, stop looking at what everyone else is doing and just pick your path, trust and focus on it and don't move. And this is a big one, right? Like, and we all suffer from this to an extent, like, don't get me wrong. But, you know, the reason that people are successful is because they stop focusing on everyone else and they start focusing on themselves. So, of course, you know, if you're looking at other people who are successful, it's easy to be like, oh, they're so successful. Maybe I should do that. Well, yeah, if you want to do that, do that and commit to that and do it well. But don't do a bit of that and then look at someone else and go do a bit of that and then come back to the other person and do a bit more of the other. Like That's not going to get you anywhere. So point number four, stop looking at what everyone else does. Put your head down and focus on your own path. Point number five, and this is a big one, it kind of carries on, but I guess for me, like the further I've gone into this industry and, you know, my expertise and people that I've worked with, friendships that I've built, mentorships that I've been a part of, you know, just over time as you sort of evolve within your industry, you just learn different things about it. A big one for you, and I share this especially, you know, especially if you're in early days, like when I came in, I was like, oh my God, like everyone just knows everything and what to do and everyone's so much further ahead than me and they're all just doing it so well. I want to tell you right now, like no one has their shit together all the time. (laughs) And I'm passing this on from my mentors who are at like seven, eight figures in their businesses. Like my mentors at eight figures and she was like, 
no, we do not all have it together all the time. Like everyone at some point is kind of like, well, I don't fucking know what's happening, but that's okay. I'm going to keep my shit together. I'm going to keep moving through even when it's like scrambly and messy and I really don't know what I'm doing. And I just want to share that with you because like at the end of the day, like don't get me wrong, I try to be transparent. I try to be as honest as I can on the podcast. I try to share as much as I can transparently on Instagram, social media, all of it. However, not my whole life is on those things. And it's the same for everyone. Like everyone to an extent shows some form of a highlight reel, even if they are incredibly transparent as much as they can be. There's still majority of the time going to be a bit of a highlight reel with good things that are going on in their life and in their business. They're not going to show every single thing as they're blundering through. And maybe they'll share it with you later once they've learned the lesson. But, you know, at the time you consuming it, it's very easy to see like, let's say 10 Instagram stories. So 150 seconds, which what is that? Two and a bit minutes of someone's day and be like, wow, they've just got their shit together all the time. And it's like, bro, you saw two and a half minutes of my 24 hours. Like, no, like there's definitely points of my day where I stuffed up, didn't know what I was doing, felt overwhelmed, felt stressed, maybe cried, like whatever. And again, I share here and there as much as I can, but not everything because, you know, sometimes you just got to get through it and just keep on going. If you were forever sharing in the shit, <laughs> you never even get out of it. So honestly, like I just want to share this with you, like no one has their shit together all the time and just let that be a little thing for you that you're like, hey, when I don't have my shit together, that's okay. Because sometimes Tay doesn't have her shit together either. Okay, so we're all in it together. Okay, we're halfway. Number five, big one, focus on one thing and do it well. Okay, and a little sidebar to this is stop splitting your time. So I guess this links in very similarly to the point before I said, you know, zigzagging around and doing lots of things. But even if you're not like the shiny object syndrome and you're not getting distracted by other people, you can even get distracted by things yourself. So if you take on too many things, you're saying yes to lots of collaborations. You're, and I don't get me wrong, I did this. I said yes to lots of collabs. I decided to be on like 18 social media platforms at one time and wasn't able to really give my energy or focus to any of them because I had like FOMO to an extent where I was just like, oh, well, that person's killing it on LinkedIn and that person's killing it on YouTube, but that person's killing it on TikTok and that one's doing a great job over on Snapchat. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Instagram, blah, 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 blah. Like looking at again, all these people. And I was like, okay, well I need to be on all those things as well. So again, I was on so many platforms and trying to keep up with all of them. Big shift for me last year was like, nope, <laughs> I'm not available for that anymore. I'm not really providing the highest level of service on any of those platforms. Cause I'm so split in so many different directions what's actually my focus. And that for me was the podcast first and foremost, hence why I actually up to the number of episodes each week, because I was like, I can provide so much value here. And then that becomes the top form of content for me that trickles down. So then, you know, we take snippets, we turn them into social media posts, we transcribe the episode, we take parts of that, it becomes emails, it becomes Instagram posts. For me, podcast became everything. And then the social media platform that I really focused on was Instagram. And obviously, of course, I talk about this all the time, my email list, really nurturing that and focusing on building that up. So that became my focus rather than, like I said, eight different social media platforms and not really giving attention or energy to any of them well. And it's the same thing, you know, aside from social media, but also business, you know? So again, for me, towards the end of the year, I shut down so many courses that were no longer in alignment. So I could build a really aligned and strong foundation for what I'm creating and bringing out in 2021. So I've got one thing that I'm focusing on this year and doing it really, really, really well in terms of what I'm creating and bringing to you guys. And I'm so excited about that and excited that that's my path 
path. I've got the whole year like mapped out, like the goals, the projections, what I'm doing there. And so I really recommend that you do that as well. It can be easy to be like, oh yeah, I want to launch this and then this and then this and then this and then this. And it's like, how about you launch the first thing and you get that really, really good And then you focus on the next step once you get it to a point. And maybe that is, you know, that could be if it's up to you. Maybe after three months, you feel like you've done everything that you can there. And, you know, it's automated and it's doing really well. And students always coming in or whatever. And then you go next step. But maybe it's a six month. Maybe it's 12 months. And full transparency here for me right now, I have one thing that I'm focusing on this year that I'm building and I'm planning to scale out. That's it. (laughs) And if something off the back of that, which I, I have the next steps in my head don't get me wrong but I'm like okay 2022 I know what I'm doing there I have that planned out and if if everything you know really fast tracks and you know six months or eight months maybe around September October I'm like hey you know what this is where I need it to be I'm ready for that next level brilliant I'm gonna step into that but there's no pressure on me that I'm putting on myself to step into that thing this year that next level for me I'm so happy if that's my 2022 focus because I've got my one thing for this year so I just encourage you if you feel like you're going in a thousand directions and you have no time maybe this point is for you focus on one thing get streamlined get focused and stop splitting your time to a thousand different things okay so number seven this is I love this one don't be afraid to connect with others and I say this with the most full heart (laughs) because honestly last year was such a beautiful year of connection for me with my like soul sister biz besties who I am so 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 grateful for I connected with so many incredible women last year online and offline I was you know very blessed to go to a beautiful event at the end of last year once COVID restrictions lifted a little bit here in Melbourne Uh, we have an event for my beautiful friend Erica um, her book launch and I met some beautiful other female entrepreneurs who I'd connected with a little bit online some of them some I hadn't And then, you know, those beautiful friendships, and I'm sure that they'll, you know, continue in 2021 and grow. But so that was like face to face, but digitally, like online in the online space, like the connections from last year were just phenomenal. And if you follow me on Insta, you'll know like my two biz besties, Erica, the queen of confidence and Ruby at Ruby Lee. I am so grateful for those two girls. We have our own little like Voxer chat. We were talking the other day, uh, today actually, and just saying like how much gratitude we have for the fact that the universe brought us together last year. I was friends with each of them. Like I'd met each of them online. And then I sort of said, hey, let's like bring this thing together. You know, do you want to be like a beautiful little sacred support network, our own little mini mastermind together? And they were like, yes, like they didn't know each other, but then we all came together and it's just been the most beautiful, authentic, pure friendship that is just so supportive. It's all about, you know, supporting each other other the wins the confusion the celebrations the struggles questions ideas brainstorming you know and there's there's no scarcity mindset at all it's like you know give as much support to each other as much strategy ideas this is what I'm doing this is what's working this is what's not working what I'm learning all those sort of things right so Uh, That all came for both of them. For me with Erica, I reached out to her for the podcast. I loved her. I followed her online and I said, I love you. Love your vibe. I need you to come on. Um, I'd love to have you on the podcast. She said, yes, came on. We loved each other. I went on hers. Then we met in real life and, you know, the friendship just absolutely blossomed from there. So that was so beautiful. And then Ruby, same thing. We just started speaking on Instagram. I don't even know which one of us reached out first, but we just sort of spoke in the DMs first. And then I can't remember. I think we did a podcast interview together that's the beauty of a podcast oh my goodness like the connection that it brings you um we did one for each of our podcasts and then you know again bless so blessed like both these women lived in the same city as me at the time ruby's you know she's headed off on her new um adventure like literally today she just headed off um so she's left melbourne for now but we have this beautiful friendship and that's just going to continue online and so grateful for that so 
I say all of this to say, like, if you feel called to reach out, to connect, if you're feeling lonely at the moment, which I so get, especially the current climate, but I also understand, you know, entrepreneurship. I felt lonely for a really long time um, where I was like, oh my God, am I ever going to get friends? Like I work in my lounge room by myself. Like, am I ever going to have friends? And that just came from me going, you know what? If I want friends, I have the power to call them in and to be intentional about the action I take that creates them. So that's what I did and, you know, made those connections. So that's my point. Don't be afraid to connect with others. Okay, last three. Number eight, full permission to pivot and change. This is a big one. This is one that scares a lot of people, scared me as well for a long time. Not a long time, but it scared me when it happened. And you know, if you've been a a long time listener, you will have seen iterations of this podcast. Like it has changed so much over time. Um, It was originally called Strong Babe Collective. Then it got shortened to the collective and that did not vibe with me as much as I thought that's what I needed. Strong Babe Collective wasn't vibing anymore. And so I was like, oh, I guess we'll just shorten it to the collective thinking that would be what I needed. It wasn't, I very quickly realized that. And that created a lot of resistance around recording. And so I had to be really honest with myself. What am I doing? What am I here for? Why do I have this podcast? You know, all that sort of stuff. And to just get really honest with myself. And then in the last quarter, I think, or the last half of 2020, I just made a huge change here and we shifted into sacred work. And yes, that was scary. Yes, I was worried what people would think. Yes, I was worried that people would be like, what? Like, what the change? But then I realized, you know what? Anyone who's not aligned with it and then they don't vibe it anymore, they're not feeling that's okay, full permission to leave. Like, I don't need to make my decisions based on what other people are going to think. I have to trust what I'm called to. I have to trust the direction that I'm guided into. And that for me was shifting into sacred work and getting very specific with the podcast around it being an online marketing and business podcast. You know, we talk so much. There's so many facets of business and marketing, but that's what we are talking about. Whereas before it was much more broad and talking a lot about so many things like mindset, personal development, manifestation, all those sort of things. And, you know, touching on business, even though I really wanted to really be serving in teaching online business and making that the focus of the podcast, I definitely had fear around, oh, what about people who don't have businesses? What will they think? And then I had to realize like, well, that's not my ideal person. That's not who I'm here to serve. If they still love me, even though they don't have a business and they want to hang around, amazing. But I had to really align with my message and my mission and know that that's going to be what called in so many amazing people going forward who needed to hear this type of content that serves them in their entrepreneurial journey. And it's been the best thing I've ever done. Like you got the feedback, like this is the thing, the fear is so huge and then you let it go and you do it. And then the response is so different to what you feared. It's amazing. You guys have loved it. You guys have been so here for the change. You've been so excited by it, gotten so much value out of the podcast, so supportive. And for me, it's been amazing. Like I have 10,000 episode ideas. Like I'm never short for things to talk about. And it's so in alignment with the work that I do and the questions that I get. So it's made it so much easier. And then from a business perspective, it's like the smartest thing I've ever done because it's so clear in terms of how it fits into my lead generation as a part of my funnel strategy, you know, with the podcast, you know, the beginning of the episode, it's straight into a lead magnet. It builds my list and it directs you into one of my low ticket offer funnels. So it's amazing. Like it's so, so good. And it's so in alignment. And this all came from giving myself permission to pivot and change. So I just wanted to give you that permission as well. And to remind you to give it to yourself. If you feel called to change something, burn it down, let it go, do something different, do it. Like it's so your call And you have to follow what you're guided to, because if you don't, like you're never going to be in total alignment anyway. And then that's going to create resistance around what you desire to call in. Okay, so give yourself permission to pivot and to change. All right. Number nine, second to last, let it be easy. 
Okay, this is a huge one. I, for a long time, was someone that overcomplicated everything. And I really feel like maybe that linked in with point number two, don't have to be perfect, and the perfectionism side for me. Yeah, I would really overcomplicate things. I would give myself way too many tasks. I would feel like busy was a badge of honor. I would have a to-do list 10,000 things long. I'd do so much of it, but never get it finished. So I would never feel accomplished. So many things. And that I worked on a lot of that last year. And for me going forward, a big mantra is just let it be easy, let it be easy, let it be easy. And I lean into that so much, you know, especially in the moments where it feels a bit overwhelming. How can I get up and out of the mess and look at it from that bird's eye view? My mentor says, like, get out of the maze and just look at it from the top down, you know, like have a look at the overall picture. And that's something that has been huge for me is like, let it be easy. You know, are you focusing on the big things that are moving the needle on the things that are helping you with your highest form of contribution? Or are you making it messier and more difficult than it needs to be? And only you can answer that. Like, I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what you're going through or what you're doing. But you deep down will know whether you're making it harder for yourself than it needs to be. And if you are, that's fine. You don't need to shit on yourself for that. You just need to go, okay, well, how can I let this be easier? What does that look like? Is there tasks I'm doing that are actually not that important? Is there things that I'm doing that are important that aren't my zone of genius and I can let them go? I can outsource, I can hire. Are there things I'm doing right now that are cool and they're good, but they're distracting me from the things that I'm truly here to do and can I put them in an idea bank for later? You know, those are the sort of questions we wanna be asking. So that's a big one, let it be easy. Okay, and my final tip for you, my final point, 10 things I've learned since starting this podcast is remember why you started. This is a big one. I always come back to this. It's never something, it's not like a lesson that I learned along the way. It's just always been important to me. It's just remember why you started. Remember why you're here. Remember what you're doing. You know, for me, biggest thing is just being of service. You know, really serving women who I know are here to have a huge impact on the world. My role is to support them with helping them to set up sacred funnels in their businesses so they can scale out their impact and their income it's always been that service for me to come on and provide as much value as I can to help you to make some sort of shift in your life just always come back to that I know that you know the online world can be very noisy very results driven revenue driven profit driven and that's all amazing don't get me wrong like I'm so for that and I celebrate the shit out of the money that comes my way and I have huge top line revenue goals huge profit goals all that sort of stuff definitely however I always do come back to why as well like why is that important to you why do you want this and it's you know being of service it's creating a lifestyle for myself and my family that I love it's living a, a life experience that I look back and I'm like oh that is the highest level of experience that I could have ever desired like I don't I do not desire to go through a mediocre life and to be like, oh, there's so many things I wish I could do, but I don't do them. Like I want to be able to every single thing that I desire to do, I do. And that's, you know, a big part of, you know, having this business and creating that financial freedom for myself, for my family, for my friends, for people that I care about, you know, all those sort of things. So just always coming back to your why, I guess, is really important there. And if you haven't paused to think about that, definitely do, because that was, again, a big one for me. Like I said, it's been important forever, but I really reflected on this towards the end of last year is that, you know, really defining my why, why I'm doing this, why it's important to me, why it's important to keep going, to keep growing, to keep scaling. And if you don't have your why, it's actually really easy to 
sort of deviate from the path or to feel like it's maybe not that important, which it is. It's so important. You're called to it for a reason. I've said this a thousand times on the podcast. Like you've been given your message, your voice, your light for a reason. Like don't ignore that. And if you feel called to it, trust it and get clear on your why, because that's going to help to guide you in the moments when it feels hard. What a big one. That was absolutely beautiful. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. It's been a long episode, (laughs) almost 30 minutes. And like I said, like it's a one take wonder. We did not pause at all. So that was just a beautiful divine flow. I absolutely loved chatting about this with you. 10 of my biggest takeaways since starting the podcast. I'm so excited to have hit 200 podcast episodes here with you. How exciting and hundreds more to come, I'm sure. So I'm looking forward to all that's ahead. If you enjoyed it, please celebrate 200 episodes with me. Head over, take a screenshot right now, put it on your Instagram story. Let me know if you enjoyed it or if you have a favorite episode from the 200 that are now here for you to choose from. And yeah, just let me know why you're loving it. And I will appreciate every single one of you sharing that and connecting with you over there. All right, guys, appreciate you so much. Love you heaps. And I'll catch you in episode 201. Whoop, whoop, heading into the 200 realm. (laughs) Okay. See y'all. Thanks so much for spending your time with me and for listening today. If you love the episode, please be sure to leave me a review on iTunes to let me know and screenshot the episode now to share on your stories and tag me at Tay Ray Official. If you're looking for more support in scaling out your impact and your income with your business online, be sure to head to my website, taylorray.com.au to get access to all my courses, coaching programs, and free resources.